cardboard box washed up on the beach. Holy fish paste! It's Bazzi. Like a naughty headed nigga spose Never meant to make it past 20 What a nigga told But I'm right here I deserve a toast Praise to the most high I get high the most Whoa, say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah Hallelujah I'm alive, I'm alive, I'm alive Say hallelujah Yo, my name is Bozzy And my name is Reese. And this is the official Bozcast I want to thank everybody for joining us If you're listening to my voice I like that Listen to it other places as well. You can go subscribe to the podcast everywhere. That's anywhere you consume podcasts. That's on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Even go to our website directly at officialboscast.com. Um, you can contact the podcast at every, everywhere. Um, follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything, official, at Official Boscast. Uh, you can follow me directly at Bozzy C. That's at B-O-Z-Z-I-E-C. And I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Clubhouse. And you can follow me on Instagram. It's emo one Reese Cup. Um, also, thank you to all those who have been sending money to our cash app. Our cash app name is dollar sign official Bozcast. And that's it, and that's that, and that's all. My love, how are you today? I am wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> I am wonderful. wonderful. Why are you yeah. so wonderful? Because when you get to sleep in. <laughs> Sleeping in is a wonderful feeling. Yeah, after um, like a good week, but like a kind of rough week. Listen, I had a rough week. I ain't even going to go front, <laughs> man. I'm so frustrated. I think this is the perfect place to rant. Maybe I can get some of my frustration out. Anyway, I'm awake. <laughs> what, was, what made this week so... Uh, Tell, 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 tell the people about the week. The people? Okay. Well, yeah, I started my new job. And, um, of course, I have, like, a lot more responsibility now. And it's just, of course, my first week, so I'm learning everything. So it's, like, that pressure also. And then I've been working more hours, so it's, like, physically, like, a little more on me. So, right. like, of course, like, I just want to make sure that I'm doing the job well. And I don't want to feel like I'm, like, a burden on anybody. So, like, I know... Like, in general, I'm a, like, quick learner, so it was a good week. I just needed today to rest, and right. I got my rest. How was your week? Uh, my week, is, this is probably one of the more challenging weeks I've ever had, um, like, ever. And we'll probably get into it. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I get into it now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's time to be vulnerable, man. So, like... One thing about me, um, I'm a big control what you can control person. Like, I, I thoroughly believe in controlling what you can control. Right. Um, and I believe that a lot of people in life, like, they make a lot of excuses for things that they, they put the, the flaws and the faults of their own onto mm-hmm. others, right? Yeah. So. You know, oh, I'm not like this because my sister did this to me. Or I'm not like this because my mom wasn't nothing. And I'm like this because my dad was an alcoholic. Like, people in general, they lack accountability right. and um, and ownership. I don't really believe that I'm a person that lacks accountability and ownership. Mm-hmm. I might be too hard on myself, right? Like, I might blame myself more than the average person. Like, ah, I didn't do this. Yeah. It's on me. Like, I, you know. To, and, it's, and it's kind of a... Um, it's kind of a binge purge sort of personality that mm-hmm. I'm trying to like fix. Like I don't really have a uh, an addictive personality, but I do tend to overcorrect yeah. at, at times. And um, so, I mean, long story short, like we have a decent a decent car. Like our car is not more than six years old. Um, but with our car, um, we've had some issues that honestly just popped up last week. Like, we had no issues until last week. Right. Um, And I think that's part of what frustrated me the most, right? Now, I'm a creature of habit. Um, I'm somebody that when I find something that works for me, Mm -hmm. I don't really really 
like to do anything different. Like, nah, like yeah. I, I like I like the consistency, right? When I find a path to work that works for me, I take it. Right. Um, if I find a better one, I'm open to finding a better one. Mm-hmm. But when I find something that works for me, I take it. Especially when you're dealing with services and people. Um, when it comes to people, like getting my hair cut, like it's more than just the haircut. It's the respect. It's the the communication, like there's something to it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for me, if y'all don't know, I know I talk about it, but probably not enough. Like I, I, my hairstyle that I have is waves. So to have waves, like it takes a level of like, you, you got to cut the hair a little different. Cause right. if you cut it too low, you'll, it'll, it'll be patchy and whatever. Mm-hmm. So for me, my hairstyle is particular enough. I have a very particular set of skills. Um, mm-hmm. My, my hairstyle is particular enough that I need more than just a haircut. Right. Like, I need someone that understands the different lengths and textures that are on my head or whatever. Right. So I don't like to change that, right? A few years back, we were fortunate. One of my friends uh, allowed us to buy her car off of her. And because of that, um, it, the car wasn't in, in great shape. So we took it somewhere that, you know, I, need, I needed the help, and it was the best place I could think of to go. Mm-hmm. So we went there to get the car fixed, and during that time, the person that fixed the car was very upfront, open, honest, worked with us. Uh, we had, like, a plan that we were doing. So every time I go in there, we would try to get it fixed a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, they'll talk to me about, listen, we'll, we'll just rig it today, and then mm-hmm. we'll get, it, get you through for another 1,000 miles or so, and then bring it back in here, and then we'll work on it when you have a little bit more money. Like, they worked with me. Mm-hmm. They, they fixed things on the car that could get me through to the next time I have money to really put money into it. Right. Uh, and then lastly, because I believe everything great is in threes, um, my dentist. My dentist is the same way, man. Like, you know, before I went to the dentist that I go to now, I hadn't really gone to the dentist in like three years. Like, it, it was a, a period of time. And some of the time I didn't have any insurance. Um, other parts, it was just, I just didn't have the time. Like when you work at a factory, like you work in 48 to 60 hours a week, yeah. like good luck trying to find time to do anything other than work. Right. You don't want to spend your day in a dentist. Yeah, exactly. And then go straight to work after that. Like no. that just doesn't work. No. Right. So, um, so my dentist, he works with me like on a week to week or, you know, I guess month to month, however you want to do it. Mm-hmm. So, like, all right. So this time we're going to work on this. Um, we want to sit on that. We'll let your insurance pay for this going forward, blah, blah, blah. Like, we have a, a rapport built where we know there's a we have a place that we're going. We have a destination, yeah. right? So, how he works on my teeth is very like one time I'll never when, when I first met him he was like, "Listen, we're gonna do this and we're gonna you know we're gonna make sure your insurance is is paying for it. We're gonna try to make those bastards pay for as much as they need <laughs> to pay for." It. So just that level of realness right. when it comes to service. I like that. I just need to know I can communicate with people. Help me out. Help me understand. Right. That's the type of person I am. Right. At some point during this pandemic, I don't know what happened, but I went to get my oil changed maybe in April or or May. Same place I always go. They was there. I went back about a month and a half ago, and I didn't see him. And I'm like, yo. So I'm over here looking maybe because I really like the guy, how he works. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't find where this place might have moved. I can't even find a replacement of this place. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. So... I needed the oil change. That's not something I'm very good at a lot of things. Like, just dealing with cars for the most part is just not my bag. Like, I can fix a lot of things. I can fix a lot of electronics. I can set up a lot of, like, equipment. That's, But cars are just not my thing. And not everything should be everybody's thing, Mm -hmm. right? So I had to find another place. So I took it to another place instead of the place I was comfortable with. Took it to this place to do an oil change. I get the car back. I'm driving maybe about a mile, two miles. Car starts stalling out, right? In the middle of me driving. Now, mind you, I had them change the oil and do all of the free services that came with it, which meant just checking the battery, checking something else, checking the alignment, mm-hmm. whatever. That's all I asked for. While I'm driving this car, the check engine, no, the check oil and check battery light come on. Like the two things that <laughs> you should have worked on, <laughs> looking like you didn't work on them, right. right? All right, so I call him. And I'm like, look, something's going on. Like, my car just stalled out. He's like, oh, okay, we'll bring it back in here. I'm like, I mean, if I can, because the car just stalled out. Like, I don't know what's going on. So like, oh, if you can get it back in here, we'll look at it. I'm like, all right. Take it back in there. 
first thing they do is like, oh, you got to take your car to the manufacturer. Like, why? Oh, well, it's the transmission. Like, you got... So, I'm like, okay. So, I come in here for oil change. Now, the transmission don't work. Yeah. So, I'm like, all right. Whatever, man. So, I take it. I, I call the, the manufacturer. They they telling me, all right, well, um, can you bring it in? I'm like, are y'all going to look at it? Well, we won't look at it till Monday. I'm calling them on a Friday. I'm like, I mean, I need a car, though. Like, oh, but it's not working, right? Like, yeah, but you're not even going to look at it. So I'm just going to leave it in your hands for, for two days and hope it gets looked at? <laughs> I'm like, nah, that doesn't really work for me. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, you can rent a car. I'm like, am I going to get reimbursed for the rental? They're like, well, we don't know unless we look at the car. I'm like, then no. <laughs> like, I'm not paying you to not help me. Like, that don't make sense. Yeah, no. So long story short, because I don't want to make this very long. Uh, like I said, man, the, I went for a routine oil change, and now I'm over here finding out there's all types of different things wrong with the car. Thousands of dollars of damage was done apparently, and I got I that's that's just what I've been given, and it ain't nobody's fault apparently. Like it's nobody's fault. It's just my responsibility to pay for it. And what y'all don't know, what y'all don't know is like. Over the past like five years, yo, like five or six years, it's always something with the car. Like, well, they may know because when we started with the podcast, I felt like we talked about like. Well, you can't assume that, right? Because this could be anybody's first episode, right? Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so because if that's you've why been always, a loyal listener. Yeah, yeah, but that's why I tell you, like, <laughs> what are you? Don't just say like, oh, in my culture, like you got to remember, like this could be anybody's first episode. True, true. So it's important to you know. Podcasting one on one. If it, if you think you talked about it before, talk about it again. Yeah. But which I might not know is like yeah, like that's just something that that is a constant over the past five years. Like a constant, like something unforeseen, unforced by us happens with the car. Like nothing you did wrong. Not a weird. It's so weird. Yeah. It's it's bizarre to the point where like honestly, I felt nuts like this week, and I still don't feel the greatest. Like I'm. I'm powering through it, you know what I mean? I'm powering through it, but like it's a um it's a really tough feeling like when you and, it, and it's the same cycle, right? Like as you start to move forward and and get further along, mm-hmm. like the it's not even just a setback. It's the same setback. And and it gets to a point where it's like, "Well, damn, what can I do?" Like I'm I'm staying on top of it. Like I'm making sure like the whole day, I'm just doing things to make sure the car is good because that's part of the other way we make money. Yeah. So I'm just making sure the car is good, and it's like it just got taken away. Now, I'm going to try to stay on the bright side. It's really tough because when things pre- repetitively happen, it's really difficult to be like, oh, this is all, you know, for the glory of God. Like, no, nah, I don't feel like for the glory of God at all. Like, it just feels like for the dismay of me. It's like the, the dismay of, of boss. That's mm-hmm. what it feels like. And it gets frustrating, especially when it's not like a – Ah, you shouldn't have hit that fire hydrant. Like it's not that. Like right, it's right. Oh, you shouldn't have done you shouldn't have uh you shouldn't have parked there because you knew somebody was gonna hit you. Like, nah, it don't work that way. Like <laughs> like life doesn't really work it, it works like that that way for me, but like it's like it don't matter what it is, like it just gets very frustrating. It gets very, very frustrating. And I'ma just be a hundred percent honest. There's no redeeming thing in this little segment. Like, I'm not in a good mood <laughs> off of that. Like, I'm in a, I'm generally in a good mood. But, mm-hmm. like, this is something that's in the back of my mind all day. Because yeah. it's like, every time I get in a car, I'm not sure if it's going to be the last time the car is going to work. You right, know what I mean? Right. And, like, oh, oh, mind you, um, check engine light was not on last week. Check engine light is on this week. And we need to renew our tags in two weeks. So it's like little stuff like that. It's like, yo, how the heck are we going to pass an e-check yeah. when the car don't start? Yeah. And it's like, these are the types of things where it's like, yo, what did, what could I have done better? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what can I do? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it gets frustrating. That's all. It gets frustrating is all. And um, because of it, like, I'm not going to lie, like, you get into, like, you get into modes where it's like, I don't feel like I don't I'm not feeling it today. Right. And it was like all week I not don't like I've been working. Like this week has been tough on me. Like I know it's been tough on you, but like I've been up at seven every day this week and I ain't go to bed till two o'clock in the morning every day this week. Like I'm I've been working off of five hours of sleep every day except for my my day off, like 
and and I've been hustling. Like, yeah. ooh, walk your son to the bus stop. Before you walk your son to the bus stop, get your other son's food ready while it so let it heat up while you go walk your son to the bus stop. Then go get the two year old, or he's not two yet, but he's basically two. Mm-hmm. Now you go to get the two year old dressed up so you can catch a lift to go see if your car is working. And then once you're done seeing if your car is working, catch another lift to see if you can go get a rental. And now you got to pay for a rental. And I just been hustling all week, like right, lugging right. around kids all week, like. I've been a single mom all week. Like, nah. <laughs> but seriously, like it's been it's been tough, man, all week. And then not only that, but off of struggling and hustling and bustling, I've had to go directly into work. So and at work, I'm a manager. Like I gotta be on all the time. Like I'm responsible for the upbeat the upbeat environment. I'm responsible for for uh just keeping a good attitude. Like, I'm responsible for all of this. It's like, yeah. I'm not, I don't feel like in the best mood right now. Like, right. I'm not in a good mood. Like, I'm over it. I'm done. Like, I don't feel like dealing with this anymore. Yeah. And it gets tough, man. Like, it gets tough. And, you know, this, I don't know. I mean, maybe we take a break and, and come back into it. But, like, the psyche of that is is difficult. And I think because of that, we need to, we need to understand how we deal with people. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, and understand, like, you have to, yeah. We gonna talk about that today. I know you have stuff written down, but I think no, no, it's fine. However, think, it flows, it flows. Yeah, I think I think this is an important conversation to have. I think it's a really important conversation to have. I'm trying not to cry because I'm, you know, we got tissues. Fine. We got plenty of tissues. So we'll be hugs, right back after hugs. this break or whatever, and uh, stay stay with us. at it again with the damn Daniel um so yeah like I just kind of wanted to um take a second man and really speak like we haven't really done this in a real way like speaking to like what mental health is and and what it really means it's something I'm I'm passionate about because in my mind and my heart I really believe every ailment that we have is treatable. Mm-hmm. Not everything is a disability. Not everything is a disorder, right? right? Some of it is just people have different things and you just got to learn how to work with what you got. Right. Um, and people just need to have a, I think people need to have a level of understanding about certain things, right? So I'm going to talk about this, but in a way I, I, I'm trying to be responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's important to talk about, right? Like, one thing that people, one thing for for sure that I've been dealing with this week is just hopelessness, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when it's one thing when you do dumb shit in your life, right. <laughs> and that dumb shit gets you the results of dumb shit. That's right. what happens right. when you do something <laughs> stupid. Stupid things happen. Right. It's something totally different when you just feel like. When you're you feel like you're doing right. everything you can. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily everything right. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be the holier than thou person. But I do, like, you feel like you're doing the best you can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't really, you're not really making any slip ups. You're you're doing things with tact. You know, even when I drive Lyft, I'm not even driving when it's really snowy outside, even though I know I can make some money. Mm-hmm. But I'm not putting myself in unnecessary harm's way. Right. Even to the point where if I'm driving and I just get a, a in uh, like a, just a little bit of an itch that something bad might happen tonight. Go I go home. home. Yeah, it, it don't matter what I'm doing. I go home. Yeah, and the times that I haven't done that, the one time I got into an accident, also not my fault. 
But the one time I felt weird about being outside and I got into an accident. Yeah. So another time it happened, I'm like, let me go home. Right. Cops is hot. You know, little things, you know, yeah. all right, let me go home. Right. So I try to be responsible in that way. But it's really tough when you try to be responsible in that way and the dumb stuff happens anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like this week, man, it's been like it's really got me into a dark place. So like five years ago, it's probably one of the lowest I ever felt. Like this is this how how I was feeling this week was probably top three most depressed. And I'm not just saying sad, like like depressed. <laughs> like just like not really seeing a way. Yeah. And it it wasn't as bad as it has been as far as like uh, a loss of control mm-hmm. uh, of my mind or whatever. But like it happened when I was in college back in probably 2011. It was very, very tough. Like I was just in a bad space, like and yeah. a bunch of bad stuff would happen. But a lot of that was on me. I wasn't responsible with, you know, getting, you know, certain things paid off. I wasn't responsible with certain stuff. So it's yeah. like, I get that. That's on me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but some of it was just like circumstance, but it was a lot because I was eight, 19, 19 or 20, and it was just a lot on me. Mm-hmm. And I was by myself. I got kicked out of school. Like, I'm in a house that I really can't afford. I don't have no money. Like, I'm taking one McChicken. I'm stretching it for two days type day. Like, this is, like, really what was going on. Yeah. So it was tough on me. That was number one. The second time, uh, it was about four years ago. Um, it was really low for me. You know what I mean? Like very, very low. And this is the closest I felt to really wanting to die ever. Like really wanting to not be here. And I remember my wife just telling me like, and it helped. It definitely helped, but it wasn't in the moment. It mm-hmm. wasn't nothing I was trying to hear. Like yeah. I just... I think you can remember that time. You know what I mean? Maybe you can't. I don't know. Maybe I'll let you explain it because I just feel like oh, I'm back in like the first time. No, we was at the one apartment um, where it had the basement in it. Mm-hmm. Um, we lived there, and uh, I just was in a really dark place. Like everything was like not going well. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, no, yeah. Can you maybe speak to how you was feeling during that time about me? About you? I mean. I mean, yeah, like, I I felt bad because, like, I don't know what it feels like to be, like, in that type of state. But then maybe it might be very similar to, like, how I I have felt like in, like, the state that I was in. Like, just being, like, like having just really bad anxiety and just getting to a point where, like, I was just afraid of every single thing. And, like, it just felt like. Every single morning I would wake up and it's the same thing, the same thing. It's like I couldn't shake that feeling. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I said, I just felt bad and I was just like trying to be there for you as best as I knew how to. And, um, yeah, I just had to be strong for you yeah. at that moment. And I just thank God that I, like, I even have God as my, like we say, anchor. Like right. that, that, that's been my anchor. So, like, the strength that God gives me, I feel like that was the same. Like, I could be there for you in that moment as best as I could, at least. I mean, and yeah, in the moment I needed it because it was really one of those things where, like, I didn't know what to do, but it was the closest thing. It's the it's probably the closest I've been to really planning out my death. Mm-hmm. Like, like, in my mind, I, I really tried to plan it out. Like, yeah. and I tried to consider everything. And, uh... Didn't happen, obviously. Like, I didn't attempt or nothing, but I was in a really bad, like, place. Yeah. It's just, you can only, as a human, you can only get beat up so much, especially as a man. When it looks like it's harder to provide as a man, mm-hmm. you get in a, in a state of, like, what am I good for if I can't even take care of these three people or these two people or this one person? Mm-hmm. Like, so that was that. And in this case, I don't know why it hurt. It hit so hard. Mm-hmm. But I just think that I I was already, like, I felt the way I felt. Uh I felt the weirdness. Yeah. I felt that this ain't right. Yeah. And I did it anyway because I didn't have, I didn't apparently have any other choice. But you didn't, you did what? I knew that I shouldn't have gone to this one place Mm -hmm. to get my car fixed. I knew it. I didn't want to go. 
But the people that I'm used to, I couldn't find. Right. And it was getting to the, all right, I got to get an oil change soon. Like, something's going to go wrong. Like, yeah. I got to get one soon. The car's starting to feel a little funny. Like, and, and we don't have an oil light that comes on. Like, nothing reminds us. Yeah. We just kind of have to go by the feeling of the car. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's normal. Maybe people... Or like the sticker, but it fell off, right? No, but the sticker doesn't do nothing but tell you where your miles were at when you got the oil change. Oh. It doesn't tell you when, what miles it should... No, it doesn't. No, I thought it gave you like the date. It tells you the day you got it. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't don't know why they do it that way, but they tell you the day you got your oil change Uh and the miles they were when you got the oil change. Now, it wouldn't make more sense if they tell you the miles you should get another oil change at. Yeah. I'm sure they could calculate that, but they don't, and it's fine, whatever. Like, most places don't anyway. So, my frustration started with that. Like, I should have never went there because I knew I shouldn't have gone there. Mm -hmm. I knew it. I didn't want to go to this place because I've been to a place like this in the past. Right. But I went anyway because it was the closest thing to the house. So I'm, I went there. I'm like, what is the worst that could happen when they change? All you got to do is change the oil. Right. They changed the oil and did something else because the transmission is is weird now. I don't know what. I don't even know what the real issue is because when I took it to the manufacturer, they gave me a whole bunch of different issues. Mm-hmm. Long story short, because I don't want to keep harping over the same thing. The level of, like, not sadness, hopelessness I felt over the course of this week was just very heavy. And it was something that I don't wish upon anybody because mm-hmm. it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. And I'm just going to be honest. Like, you know, I'm not trying to wish this on nobody. I'm not trying to speak negativity. But I do think it's important to be real mm-hmm. and realistic. Right. And when you're in those states and when you have those suicidal type thoughts, it's something that you really can't just negotiate out of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you, for me anyway, I need time to process. And I'm such a thinker and an overthinker that I can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to just kill myself. Because I'm thinking of what it's going to do to my kids. What is it going to do to my wife? Like, what, what is it going to do? for everybody around me, right? You okay? What is it going to do for everybody around me? That's important to me. So my brain immediately started going to, well, you can't. So then I'm just like, all right, well, I can't. So then what do I do? How do I get rid of this? And then my brain goes, you can't. And then I just, that's when you see me on the couch just being nothing (laughs) and crying and just, just being dry because it hurt to not be able to to not feel accomplished in any way. You know what I mean? Then everything that I'm feeling just started accumulating. And it got really tough for me. And this is the first time I felt this way of, uh, oh, so you, you're not going to be able to end it. There's no easy way out. So you're just going to have to deal and live with being hopeless and a failure. You're going to have to live with being a hopeless failure. So just strap in and get used to being a a hopeless failure. And I'm just being honest. You know what I mean? Like, that is something for me that is just... The one thing I don't want to be in life is mediocre. (laughs) Like, I'm fine with being either great or terrible, but I I don't want to live a mediocre life. I Mm -hmm. really don't. I don't want to live a life of lack. And I just feel like sometimes that... I don't have a choice in the matter. I'm going to just be in this space. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I know it's not the right attitude to have. Like, I'm smart enough to know that. But it just gets, it gets tough, man. Like, it gets tough. Like, and people don't talk about it enough. And people don't really understand. Like, if you've, I, I love, like, it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? Like, on one hand, I can't stand when people don't understand what people be going through. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I'd be happy when people don't understand what people be going through. Why do you think that is? Because you don't want them to go through something. I would, I would hate for somebody to feel that way. Yeah. And unfortunately, when people talk to me about depression and suicide, I understand it all too well. Right? It's probably the same relationship you have with anxiety. Right? Like when people talk about, oh, I'm having to get so anxious. Like, nah, that ain't it's it. Yeah, anxiety is a physical ailment. Not you know too what I mean? long ago, it, like that wave had came back too. Right. And I was like that for like a few weeks. 
And I'm like, oh my goodness, not again. Like, what is going on? And I thought I was fine, but it's like, I don't know what triggers what or if it's just like. And my wife, I don't know how everybody's anxiety is, but I'm, I think we just, I think it's a good day for us to just be open. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I think it's important. I don't know how everybody else's anxiety is, but for my wife, it instantly goes to a fear of death. Everything's a fear of death, right? At the end of the day, like, it just, oh, I don't want a tornado to come and we all die. Like, oh, I don't want this to happen and we all die. Like, that is her anxiety. That's what what her anxiety goes to immediately, right? And, like, um, you know, and and for me, where, where my depression goes is just, I get depressed over being is insignificant. Like that's important to me. Um, not just not. I I want to leave an imprint. Not necessarily for me, but I want to do. I want my yeah. life to be exhausted. Yeah. I want to die giving everything. Right. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to live a mediocre life. I want my life to be complete. Right. Like I don't want to leave nothing on the table if I can help it. So. The idea of working, and it's been seven years of just, I feel like, running on a treadmill mm-hmm. and not getting anywhere in, in certain respects. And there's a lot of benefits. And there's a lot of, not benefits, there's a lot of good things that have happened in life. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to let you guys into the mind of somebody that's really struggling with some depression. Right. It has nothing to do with that. you. The thing is, depression don't have nothing to do with happiness, Right. And anxiety don't have nothing to do with, like, nervousness. These these things are not related. They're two totally different things, right? I can be happy and still feel depressed. Mm -hmm. Like, right now, I'm I'm working through what I'm feeling, but it's still affecting me. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to make sure I stay positive. I'm trying not to wish. I'm I'm trying not to speak death on my life. I'm, I'm trying to do the things that I can do to just try to coast through this wave. Right. Because it gets tough, right? But, yeah, it just bothers me whenever I see somebody go, oh, like, whatever, just um, be happy. That is not no, what I'm struggling with. Yeah. I can be happy. I just, I'm, I'm, feeling a, I'm feeling devoid of joy. Right. That's different. It hurts. You know what I mean? Like, it, you don't, you, you don't want to continue to live a life. For me, it's a life of lack. Like, living a life of lack, for me, is the worst possible case scenario. That's me. That's my, that's what I wear. And, you know, it's just, it gets, it gets, when things get tight like that, and it's like, damn, like, what else can I do? Like, what else? I can't keep doing this. I can't keep playing the same game. I can't keep going down the same road of, well, if you would have, I don't know, uh, picked a better place to go get an oil change. Like, how can you determine that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, how do you even, how do you even do that better next time? So I just, I don't know. I don't want to be, I don't want to bring the, nobody's mood down, but I just think it's important, man. Like, especially like we live in this weird time where everybody talks and everybody's an expert and, and I just want people to understand Cause I got a lot of people that I care a lot about that deal with the same things, man. And I just want people to have a level of understanding and and don't be dumb. Like don't, don't tell your quote unquote depressed friend to just be happier. Right. Like there's ways that you can help people. Like I I look some things up and I think I'm I'm just do that now. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's things that you can do right to help yourself through depression. And it's funny because obviously, depre- <clears throat> excuse me. Obviously, depression is a real thing, but there's a lot of things that go that coincide with depression that um, that don't help anything if you're not doing your part, right? right? One of them is physical activity, right? So a lot of people think, oh, you know, this person is is depressed or is feeling, you know, a, a wave of depression. Um, they're being lazy, right? And it's like, not really, or they're I don't know. They go hand in hand, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things you want to do is some physical activity. That gets, I think, I want to call it serotonin, maybe. Maybe that's the chemical that it gets going, right? It's like a feel-good chemical. Yeah. Um, that's one thing. Um, and another thing is people that are feeling depression tend to be devoid of sleep. So sleeping more can help you yeah. lift out of a, a wave of depression. Eating better. like I was going to say, eating better and at better times is also something 
that can aid you when you're in a wave of depression. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. A lot of times you're too tired. You're tired, but you don't sleep, right? Mm -hmm. Or like you sleep too much, right? Like So having your clock, your internal clock working, that's also an important thing in a way to battle a bout of depression, Right. right? So these are just some things that I've researched and uh, I think it's important for for y'all to just have an understanding. And at the end of the day, if you have a friend that's dealing with depression, um, just listen. You know what I'm saying? Don't offer any advice. Yeah. Um, just hear them. You know what I mean? And, and just be there for them. Right. I know it sounds like it's it's the it's a cop out. I'm telling you, nobody wants to hear your your dumbass advice when they're going yeah, through what they're going through. If you've never through. gone through anything, yeah. Like if you've that, never like, gone through it, just just shut up and listen. It's a, it's a weird. A weird thing to even try to explain to. And you got to just be there, right? And people, I know we live in a, a time where you need to always be, uh, what's the word, um, stimulated, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody always needs to be stimulated. Oh, what? Uh, I need to enter, be entertained. I need something. Like Sometimes you just need to sit with somebody in silence. If you love them, you'll do that, right? Mm-hmm. If you love them, you'll just sit with them in silence. You won't try to crack a joke. People that are that are feeling depressed are 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 not in need of humor. They're in need of just human. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just human interaction. It's just, at least for me, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, just talk to the people around you. Right. And and don't, don't wait until somebody's going through something. I will tell you this, like, it's annoying because half the thing, I don't understand the, the algorithm on Facebook or whatever, but I wasn't really trying to garner any attention but I really was like, listen, I pray nobody feels the way I'm feeling right now. Like, I pray it never happens. And I got a lot of love from that, which made me happy. You know what I mean? But it also irritated me <laughs> to an extent for some people, people that you don't really talk to. Yeah, because it's like, where are you at when, like... Yeah, but I will say this. I think this is important for me to say. There are people that actively look or check out for, check on me and look out for me mm-hmm. that did it extra. You know what I mean? Like, it's not fake. Like, I know your heart. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I know you be just looking out on the random. So you're not just doing this for show. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so there were a level of people like that. But, yeah, like, it just gets tough, man. And especially, like, I guess it's the last thing I'll say about it. It gets even more tough. And I feel like I've been the only one talking up by the sound waves. That's the case. (laughs) I'm sorry, Reese, but. um, Next time. Next time. No, we got time. (laughs) We still got time. But uh, but yeah, man, I just, I don't know, man. It, it gets tough when we have social media and uh, you get to see everybody else's best. That gets, that gets really tough, right? Because you, it yeah, really. like you don't, I mean, you know not to compare your life to anybody else's life, but it's hard to see so many people look or appear to be like super successful and it's like, okay, how do I get from where I'm at to where they are? Like, And it's like, it seems like for everybody else, it's just like, we know like it's not an easy road to success, but we only see like the end result. It ain't an re- easy road to success, but I'm trying to find a road to the road to success. Like, And I feel like I can't get that <laughs> road. Even. Like, GPS ain't getting me to the road to the road to success. Like, And, and that's where it gets frustrating, or at least that's what it feels like. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and And I'm working through it, but... I just want to. I just want to. This is the. This is the last thing I'm saying in this segment. You are no worse because you're going through something. Right. You are no worse because you feel these these thoughts in your head. You are no worse because you have anxiety, right? Like you are no worse. You are just human. You're going through some things, and please don't allow nobody to let you feel that way, right? If somebody's coming to you with a lack of love and they they can't even ask you, yeah, how you feeling? Are you okay? If they can't do that, maybe you should let them go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but if if that's not the case or whatever, like, I don't know. Like, listen, reach out to us. <laughs> like, yeah. reach out to us. Like, I could always use um, somebody else that's a little messed up to talk to. We all a little messed up. We're just a messed up bunch. <laughs> the messed up bunch. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> all right, man, but... Of course, we love y'all, man, and I appreciate y'all for sticking through this 
not trying to make it a sad ass episode, but <sighs> I do think it's important, important to just be real and have the real conversations. Um, but with the, all that being said, we'll see you at the deep end. take the time to like actually like most most more recently i've been listening to more podcasts Mm -hmm. um and i came across tika sutner's podcast who's that uh i think she's one of the main characters off of mixed dish the mom got you and so yeah she has her podcast with another girl and i can't remember if she's just a guest the other girl or if she's like just a permanent um like Whatever. fixture? Yeah. So, um, no, they were just talking about um, some stuff, and then they ended up talking about... Okay. So, I guess the girl, she was talking about that she, like, earlier, it was last year, mm-hmm. when, like, everyone was, like, doing rallies and stuff. Yeah. Um, That she and her daughter went to one of the rallies, mm-hmm. and um, I guess her daughter was asking her, like, Mom, like, why... Do you want me to go like to like to the rally, or why are you going to these rallies and stuff or whatever? And that her mom was just saying like, um, like I have to do it because, like I, I need a. How you say like like to be a voice, but also like what to, kind of rallies? I don't think you were specific. I'm sorry, that. it was just like for um, it was not like a Black Lives Matter, but it was like just pro Black life like. Is this woman white or black? She's black. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess she just wanted to show her daughter, like, it is important that they also, like, uh, were part of, like, the movement. Right. Um, Like I said, like, they're um, fighting for, like, social injustice or whatever. Right. And, um, no, yeah, I just thought it was important because she had said something. She was like, she was like, it's, I'm for us instead of I or something. Okay. And, um, no, like, it just made me, like, think about it. Like, yeah, like, so many times, like, or a lot of times we're just thinking about ourselves and how can we, and, like, do better for ourselves. And we're just looking out for ourselves and our own, which, like, that's fine. Right. But then, like, we do forget, um, like, if we, like, we also need to be there for others. And, like, like they say, like, there's power in, like, unity. Right. And I just um, feel like, yeah, we should take more time to look out for one another and to, like, stand up, of course, for what's right. And, like, I don't know, it was just, like, not, like, an eye-opener because it's something that I always, like, knew. But it just, I don't know, just reminded me, like, I need to, like, not be so selfish and, like, actually, like, find a need and, like, fill the need. Well, I mean, to me, it kind of reminds me of, um, it kind of reminds me of, like, what's going on right now. Like, if anybody knows anything about the stock market or whatever happened, um, apparently a bunch of stuff happened on Reddit where people basically, I don't know the ins and outs of the details, so please forgive the boss facts, but, like, apparently um, on Reddit, they basic a bunch of people basically were just like, "Yo, like let's just run this stock up," mm-hmm. and they picked uh, GameStop and AMC, and because of that, the billionaires and the people that really, you know, the people that are really on Wall Street or whatever, mm-hmm. got upset and were like, "Oh, we need more regulations on the on the stock market," and it's like, well, "No, this is how this works," or whatever. Yeah, and 
<clears throat> that's not really what I want to talk about. Um, what I was trying to talk about is I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast today, and he actually had somebody that was very valuable on the podcast um, who was basically saying, like, yeah, look, these people on Reddit basically did this. Like, imagine if a whole bunch of black people decided what we were going to make be the top stock or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was funny because I had the same kind of conversation with somebody at work today of saying, like, yeah, like, we just live in a society where everyone needs to be first, needs to be better, needs to be whatever, whatever, whatever. And that goes back to how I feel about people not living their dreams, but living other people's dreams. Right. Um, It it should be an us-versus-I mentality, like, looking at what we can do for the betterment of everybody else, and not even the betterment of everybody else, but the the betterment of black and brown people. And for me, specifically, black people, like, that's my fight, right? So because of that, I don't know, I get frustrated when people are in such a crab in a barrel mentality. Like, I have to do better than you. Like, why can't you just do better? Like, I just don't understand why you can't just do better for the betterment of everybody. Why you got to do better than me? Why can't we work together to push this thing forward, right? Right, right. It's a lot like that one... um, It's a lot like that one illustration of like 10 people around a, I don't know, a bowl of soup or something like that, or the bowl of soup is in the middle of the thing and and only, I don't know, they all got a a really long spoon, but the spoon is really heavy to hold. So if everybody just helps each other, Mm -hmm. everybody could eat. Like everybody could eat, but everybody's in such a a mentality of a a us versus them mentality all of the time. And it's like, at the end of the day, like, everybody should have a role. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody should have a role in whatever it is you do or whatever it is you at. Right. And because of that, like, if we would all play our role and, and you know, help the betterment of the group, right. we could all be doing so much better, right? right. Like, yeah. on, on my Facebook memories, one of the things that popped up was, uh, ah, oh, what was it? Ah, the Killer Mike show. That was out two years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh man, it's something simple. It's a simple name. It's a simple name. That's gonna bother me. But his show, maybe we'll insert it after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please look that up while I'm thinking <laughs> about it. But it was like it was really dope because oh, while she's looking it up, I still want to think about it. Um, it was really dope though because it was ah ah. Don't tell me. Wait wait wait. Uh, keep looking it up, but don't tell me. Oh my gosh, it was right on top of my tongue. It's such a simple phrase that we all know or whatever. Just uh, search Killer Mike Netflix. Um, but anyway, it's... Uh, oh, I think... What is it called? Is it called Trigger Warning? Trigger, trigger Warning, that's it. And it was such a dope show because it was kind of um, a parody um, to an extent, but it was also like there was a lot of value in it. And the parody p- portion of it was like him, you know, making up Crip Cola and Blood something i can't mm-hmm. remember what it was but they you know what they did is like it just made a proving lot of a sense point, yeah. it was proving a point and, and one of one part of the point is when they he bought a bunch of land and just named it new africa and what that showed me is that like if people especially people of color can come together and mm-hmm. build something greater than the sum of its parts or whatever which is what we live in america but if people of color could come together it could do so much more right. for pushing people forward and the worst part is like i'm willing to do that like i'm more than willing to do that but Mm -hmm. people are not people are not willing to lose for everyone to gain like people are not willing to do that and that my friends is america and that is a part of the problem right you know what i'm saying like there's it's value in living in america in a capitalistic society where everyone has a shot to be a billionaire Mm -hmm. which is stupid but anyway everyone has a shot a fair, quote-unquote, fair chance to be a billionaire. Um, there are other countries that don't necessarily have that opportunity. However, they do have the opportunity for health care if you just need health care. Right. They do have the opportunity for, you know, just everyone has a shot, uh, free education, things like that, right? Yeah. So it's like you kind of give, give and take a little. That's why... As someone that I don't really subscribe to either party, whether it be Democrat or Republican, but there are definitely some conservative views that I have and there are definitely some liberal views that I have. And it, it to me, it tends to get difficult for me to really subscribe to the idea of free health care, free this, free that, 
mm-hmm. and still keep everything we love about being in America. It, it just it doesn't look like it works. Yeah. But we got to decide what we want, especially as people of color in this country. We got to decide what we want, right? Mm-hmm. And in my personal opinion, we have so much power and so much knowledge. I don't understand why we as black people have not come together, right? I cannot for the life of me understand it. And I'm not, again, is this an Amber Alert? Um, I'm, again, not going to be... Can it just stop though? Like honestly, can it not do that loud thing? Because I feel well, like it didn't I do up. the loud thing. Maybe it knows we're talking. Oh my gosh! Anyway, it gives me a heart attack every single every time. time. <laughs> it's the most aggressive vibrate. Like my phone, <laughs> my watch barely barely vibrates when it was an Amber Alert. <laughs> like dang, G. Like and uh, anyway, anyway. Um, but yeah, like people just, I don't know, man. Like, especially black people, if we put all our resources together mm-hmm. and we just decide, nah, we gonna do this for for this. Right. If we just decide a place like, nah, this is us, right? We could do that and be another one, man. Dang. Sheesh. Um, but yeah, if we would just do that or whatever, like, I just feel like we'd just be so much further along. Like, and but nobody really, not nobody. But it's like it's it's such a lack of effort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when one person gets and it's not just black people, but when one person gets something, it's like, oh, I made it. And that's it. Like right. now they're taking it and running. Right. And I don't know. I just don't I totally subscribe to what you're saying, like an us versus I mentality. I mm-hmm. totally subscribe to that. I just don't know what it takes. Yeah. To get people to really be on board with that. Yeah. Like and it scares me because George Floyd wasn't enough. It scares me because Breonna Taylor wasn't enough. Like, that's what scares me. Right, right. That's what scares me. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest with you. And again, I'm not calling for this. I think this is what I started to say before I was uh, cut off. But, like, I'm not advocating for this. But I still, for the life of me, cannot figure out how George Zimmerman is still walking around alive. Yeah, that's that. I a don't understand one. it. That's a weird I don't get it. Y'all kill niggas for less. I'm just saying. And I'm not saying I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying to me, that is indicative of how much we not on the same page. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's just indicative of how much we it's so many people out here committing crimes that it just don't make sense to me that we allowing people to walk freely after they've stolen the lives of the people we claim to care about, we yeah. making hashtags about, and they just walking around freely. And nobody deciding to to handle that. Yeah, that's weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, in certain societies, you can't do that. Do that to the Italian mob. Do that to the Italian mob. Kill one of theirs. See what happens. Do that to the cartel. See what happens. You're gonna end up without fingers. I'm just saying. Like, this is what happens in some of these cultures. Mm-hmm. I'm not advocating for it. I'm just saying. Like, it just shows me how deep slavery runs. I guess that's the easiest way to put it. Yeah. It shows me how deeply that feeling of less thanness <laughs> runs in our blood, Loki. Because is, do you hear more vibrating? I think it had to be our neighbors or something. I know, well I know my door is uh, I mean my phone is on the door. Oh that's right, that's right, that's right. So but yeah that's that's what I don't know. For me, that's what frustrates and hurts me. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about what I'm saying? Because I don't want to come off. I hope I'm not coming off as like, oh, I'll go kill the people that killed us. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying it's just odd that it hasn't happened. Like, there's no threats or anything yeah. to some of these people. It don't make sense. Dude that was a part of putting his knee on George Floyd's neck, He not the one, mm-hmm. but one of the four, was just walking in a supermarket and didn't nobody do nothing or say nothing about it. Like, to me... It's just odd. Yeah. We're not even making it uncomfortable for these people. It's just odd. Or ha- I mean, do you know that for a fact? Like, they haven't had encounters? It's 2021. It's, it's everything is on the internet. I used to feel that I would feel the way you felt if the George Floyd thing didn't happen almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Now, the Ahmaud Arbery thing, that took place, and then we didn't find out about it until, what, three months later? Yeah. Two months later? But the George George Floyd thing happened on a day, and we knew about it either that day or the next day. Right. So the news cycle is catching up to real life. Right. I would be shocked if people wasn't pressed 
in the streets, but we don't know nothing about it. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, they don't have no like type of level of like like security like around them. I they better. But if they don't, yeah, because it, it, it don't make something. sense. Yeah, it don't make sense. It don't make. And the reason I'm saying I, I just got this image of this dude walking around a grocery store, and this one woman trying to get say, "Hey, he does, he's one of the ones that killed George Floyd," mm-hmm. and nobody moving. Yeah. Everybody just kind of ignoring her, and she just got a camera in this dude's face. Like, didn't you kill whatever? And like, what, aren't you one of the officers? Like, yeah, I am. Like, he had no remorse. So it's like. I to me, I get what you're saying, and in a perfect world, that's great. But ain't nobody really on that, and I don't know what it takes. No, that's what scares me. Well, I don't what, know what it takes. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of people like pray and wish for a better world, but mm. like that's where we gotta start. Like, like we gotta care. Like people don't care. Like I said, everybody's in it for themselves. Like, yeah, and they don't care about the rest. Like, that's unfortunate. But it's true. It's very true. It's like, I'm just saying, I don't know what it takes, man. Yeah. Like, if I, I, I fear that something happens, right, and we become slaves again. And some, something happens to where we become slaves again. Mm-hmm. And then we go, oh, man, we could have <laughs> done something. Yeah. I still, look. I'm telling you, this is why I need a louder voice. <laughs> like, this is why I need to have a louder voice. The second I'm able to get anywhere near a million followers on anything, I'm get I'm going to use my cachet to really put forth some change. Yeah. I don't understand why all black people don't leave America right this second, take all our resources and assets, and go to Africa. Yeah. It would be the littiest continent of all time. Of all time, not even right, close. Right, Imagine right. all the black people leaving America. Food is gonna be trash. All you gonna have is Mexican. Uh, uh, what you call it? The only thing y'all gonna have worth Watered anything? Down Mexican. Yeah, like I uh, got some text backs. What's some text backs? Uh. <laughs> it's like y'all ain't gonna have no rhythm. Rhythm gonna be gone. Yeah, mayo just gonna be the the state bird. <laughs> it's gonna be bad out here. It's gonna, gonna be, be on bad one and out three. here, huh? <laughs> They're gonna be on the one and three. The one and the three. They're gonna be on the one and the two. <laughs> <laughs> nah man I'm sorry bro like I just I don't understand why we don't do more you know what I'm saying and then when uh, this is what made me mad this is what made me mad when I was listening to the podcast one dude was like yeah you know what happened no I heard like a buzz again nah I think we're good Mm. so the one dude goes yeah yeah uh, my my dude over here he don't really believe in the stock market (laughs) and the dude that was on the show was like I mean, that's like me telling you I don't believe in the sun. I, I, if you can't see the sun, you blind. Yeah. How you don't see what the power that this... Reddit told people, go buy these stocks. A stock went from $4 to 300 <laughs> Like, I, how do you not believe in it? That don't make sense. I don't yeah. believe in the stock market. What? Stop it. That's what, I posted something on Facebook today, and this is probably one of the more profound things I ever said. It's fine to read between the lines, but you got to at least read the lines first. Right. We live in this weird society where people will read between the lines before they read the words. <laughs> like, that's the most bizarre thing. Like, we so hyped, right, to, to know what the, what the conspiracy theory is. Yeah. We're not looking at the basic stuff. Right, right. People be talking all of this stuff about, oh, don't get the vaccine, whatever, because you might get chipped up and Armageddon and Revelation and Angel of Death, all of this other stuff. And it's like, yo, they don't need to give you a chip. You bought one for $1,000. It's in your pocket every hour of every day. It's in your hand every day. It's in your hand every day. That is the chip. (laughs) They don't need to implant one in you because you don't want to leave home without your phone. You have your chip at all freaking times. Like, and it's like you so woke, you try to read between the lines and you're not reading the book. Like, yeah. stop, stop reading between the lines and read the lines. Like, stop trying to look for clues when the words are there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, not everything is a veil trying to be put over your eyes. So, like, 
I don't know, man. I feel like I just went on a rant. I feel like this whole episode <laughs> was just a rant. I'm so sorry, man. Yeah, this podcast today was for you. <laughs> for me? I just needed, yeah, I just needed to get this out, man. I'm sorry, Boz fam. There's not a lot of laughs. Wasn't a lot of fun conversation. I think so. Yeah, you know what? You're right. There's nothing that gets the blood flowing like depression talk. <laughs> Somebody needed to hear it. I feel you're right. You're yeah, right, you're no. right, I guess. Anyway, man. It's a time for everything. It is a time for everything. And the Bible says that if your brother is crying, then you cry with him. Right. <laughs> so just cry with me, y'all. No, just playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm, playing. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Listen, y'all. We love y'all. I was going to say we miss y'all because I feel like that's what I say after I say I love y'all. <laughs> Um, but anyway, man, we appreciate all the love and support. Remember, you can always follow the podcast or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, you can go to the website, officialboscast.com. You can follow the, po- the podcast at Official Boscast. You can follow me at Bozzy C, and I'm on pretty much everything, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Clubhouse. And you can follow me on Instagram at Thema one Reese Cup. And um, you can also, if you'd like, donate to our cash app at dollar sign official Boscast. And listen, man, you already know you are loved, so be loved. And we love every one of y'all. Um, if you ever need anything, you can hit us up. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, a, oh, my God, I was going to say a line from work. Ooh, I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, we'll see y'all next week, man. Stay up, stay aware, stay alert. Um don't um, let the money make you, but make the money. Make the money. Make the money. Take the money. Take the money. Bye, y'all. Whoa, say hallelujah.